What is up? This is episode five of Charge the Champion. And if you were hanging out with us in episode four, you know that we spent the entire time asking Ashley questions, um, giving her opinion on different things, uh, questions that you asked of her. And we were just having so much fun that we decided to split the episode into two parts. So you heard part one last time in episode four. Episode 5 is the remaining part of that. And I'm telling you what, it's going to be good. So sit back, maybe get a notebook out, and get ready for Episode 5 of Charge the Champion. Alright, so we have um, talked about briefly at the beginning about some of the different things that um, you're a part of that you're doing uh, yeah. from the day to day the grind that um, you just got a lot of things going on we have a lot of things going on mm-hmm. um, so somebody asked the question how do you keep yourself going uh, pursuing Jesus mm. well I can't do a single thing without him Yeah. so once you come to that realization, that reality, um, there's no other option. It's it's Jesus first, or you self destruct. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's just Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, okay. So that helps you. Um, that helps you realize that the only way to accomplish anything is through pursuit of Jesus, right? And your relationship with him. Yeah. Um, So outside of that, uh, what are some things that uh, you do in order? Because you could take this question a different way. Like how do you keep yourself going as far as like what are some things that you do uh, to keep yourself energized, rested, Mm -hmm. and all this stuff? What are some things that you do? Me personally? Yeah. Well, Well, this is about you. Oh, yeah. You're right. Okay, okay. Well, I know that this only speaks to, you know, half of the people that listen, but for me personally, the way I refuel is is time alone. Um, That's, you mentioned that I love gardening, and that's one reason why, is because it's it's time for me to get alone with my thoughts um, and still be productive. Um, I love to go to a coffee shop, sit with my computer and my Bible, and just write. I love to, to write things down and process through writing. I love to dig deeper into the Word of God. I'm a nerd at that. Like, I love reading Scripture and writing down questions and then going and researching um, You know the questions that I have. I've found so many, so many um, cool things about scripture just by asking questions while I read it. Um, those are ways that I refuel myself, um, because the word of God is life. And so the more I can ingest that, the more life that I can have. Um, other people, I mean, this isn't me, but other people, probably you, um, get energized by spending time with people, um, having people over and watching a game or, hanging out and having a game night. I love doing those things, but those are not life-giving for me. Um, 
they're community building for me. But for you, I think they they fill you up. But we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> just okay. say, just to make the point that not everybody gets filled up by just spending time alone. Some people that would be a a joy suck, but that's not for a me. joy suck. Mm-hmm. That's a, um, <laughs> I've never heard that before. Um, okay. Um, What's the biggest obstacle that you've faced recently? Hmm. Biggest obstacle. I mean, can you give some definition to that? Like, well, this is a question that somebody else asked. Oh, okay. So, okay. yeah, I literally have this. Okay, so, um, well, I guess the biggest obstacle that I faced recently was an emotional one. Um, After Oakley was born, um, he was born in the middle of a pandemic. Um, So all of that was weird. He was born the week of teen camp. uh, So that was weird. (laughs) Um, You were back and forth um, from across the state so that Oakley could be born. And so the whole situation in and of itself was just, I'd just say not ideal, you know? And then I think coming um, out of just a really hard pregnancy and a really uh, difficult birth, all of that stuff, um, I struggled with, I I still am walking through a season of, of like, postpartum depression. And... um, so the biggest obstacle I would say that I've faced recently is just navigating that. I've never felt this way this much. I've I've walked through seasons where I've been depressed for sure, but never to a point where it's almost debilitating. Um, and so I I've been trying to navigate that. Uh, and thankfully, you're all faithful over there. You help me, um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, that's been probably the biggest obstacle for me is wanting to pursue goals and dreams and and ideas that I have, but at the same time battling emotionally some things that are going on just in my in my head and in my heart. So yeah, I know that you. Um, I know that that's something that has been really difficult for you after Oakley's been born, and probably um, I don't know. Of the three children that we have, yeah, probably the one that has been the most difficult. Yeah, um, just some things that we faced along the way, even through that pregnancy, some difficulties that that you know we had together. Um, yeah, it was just hard, like physically difficulties. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and so but i've seen you do a fantastic job you know tackling postpartum depression head on and thank you um it's inspiring thanks and um you're going to do uh, you're blah, blah, blah. you're doing awesome things in spite of that and i think it's just another one of those redemptive um characteristics of of jesus when we pursue him and uh, how awesome he is in spite of the things that we face and the hard times that we go through uh when we're pursuing him 
we're still able to accomplish much. Yeah. And and it's just incredible to see that come to life in you and the way you live your life. So Thanks. sappy Thanks. moment. Yeah. But, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean it, it's real life and um I could easily not talk about it because I'm still I'm not out of it yet, you know. I've come a long ways but I'm still not um I guess in the clear you could say. And I I don't know when that will be. But um, so I could easily just not talk about it and, and keep quiet, but I don't think there's any value in that. Um, and I, and it's just good for people to know that if you're, if you're walking through a season of depression, it's okay. Yeah. And you aren't alone. That's one of the biggest things about, about that is that you do feel alone, that you're the only one with these problems or, um, yours are way worse than others. And it's just not the reality. Yeah. A lot of it is like the depression that is telling you these things mm-hmm. or making you think these things like sometimes it's like the hormonal imbalances, the yeah. different chemical imbalances, whatever that's going on. Yeah. And other times, I mean, let's just call it for what it is. I think it's the I think it's the enemy trying to get us to believe that uh, we're all stuck on an island by ourselves. Right. Stranded. Without no a backpack and no palm trees. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and no one with you. It's uh, true. So, uh, but he's a liar. Yeah. And uh, dirty rotten one. A dirty rotten one. That's right. Okay. Uh, one more question in. All right. In this little subcategory. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Um, and then and then we'll have just a couple more. Okay. Um, where do you see yourself? In 5, 10, or 15 years. Aubrey Lima. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, I'm calling her out because she knows I'm an Enneagram 7 and she's asking me a question like this. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, um, in 5, 10, or 15 years, um, just, I mean, there's, there's a lot of years in between 5 and 15. So um, I will just say... I pray that with every one of those increments of years, um, I'm more in love with Jesus. I'm more in love with you, Josh. Yeah, you will be. And uh, that I'm that I'm more in love with our children and um, more content with the season of life that we will find ourselves in within those years. But um, you know, I am a dreamer, so I have big dreams, and. Um, you know, there's there's things that I would love to accomplish in the next 15 years, but um, God knows that I'm a big dreamer, and He also knows that I'm an activator. That's another one of my personality traits. So He often doesn't reveal stuff for me until it's go time. You know, and uh, it's be- and, and you know I don't think He does that with everyone. Yeah. Uh, but for me, He knows that that's how He wired me, and that's how I have to operate. Is I can't know until it is time to do it, um, because otherwise I will go insane and I'm gonna take you with me. Um, so I I don't know exactly what all those dreams look like, but in in five years, um, gosh, how old will our kids be in five years? Abby will be thirteen. Oh, almost fourteen. Oh well, I'll probably be in more counseling than ever. Um, <laughs> starting then 13 years old um yeah 
That's just there's just, that's just a really abstract question. Aubrey, follow it up, and and we'll revisit that together. All right. Um, in fifteen years, you'll be forty-five. Oof. Wow. Well, I will be regularly dyeing my hair then. <laughs> uh, I won't have hair by then. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> You're so right. I won't You're have anything so to right. dye. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about just a couple ministry questions. Um, what's the greatest moment you've been a part of in ministry, mm. student or adult? I cannot pinpoint one. Okay, let's get some quick hitters. All right. Um, I think just about every year at Winter Retreat is... <laughs> every Winter Retreat. Tops the year before or yeah. has a, another moment that I write down as epic. Yeah. Um, so those are great. I love teen camp, but um, I don't know. There's just something special about Winter Retreat that we yeah. do. Um, okay. Um I've I've been a part of a couple women's conferences. No, oh, those have been knocked down amazing. F- for what they were, yeah. And I'm I not even so. a woman. I think they were I I mean I tend to think they're pretty good. We had a pretty amazing team working on those. So um those were epic. Just seeing that dream come to reality after all the hard work, seeing God move. Um incredible. Don't get me wrong, the devil still tried to do it, but he <sighs> did not. And um, so those were incredible, incredible um, moments for me in ministry. And I think, can I just add to that? Yeah. Probably one of the most incredible moments that I've seen you, uh, uh, like, just in your element in mm-hmm. ministry was in one, of, in one of the probably top moments where the devil was trying to do his thing when <laughs> uh, a couple years ago when you had a speaker the day of they were supposed to be speaking at mm. the women's, that women's conference. Yeah. They missed their flight. Yeah. And it was cute. It was real cute. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> and uh, just to see uh, Ashley, like, Jump right on it. They got it figured out. Everything was fine. And ladies still had an experience and an encounter with Jesus. It was mm. cool. Yeah, that was, that was um, man, that was a lesson in and of itself. Um, just know that when you're going through things, it's okay to have a pity party. Um, but set an end time to it. Yeah, so good. I allowed myself to have a 20-minute pity party um, in the church office with a couple other people that were helping lead the conference and we literally just had a massive pity party just throwing a fit crying snotting all the things and then we pulled ourselves up by our bootstraps we came up with a game plan and we moved forward and i think some of us really um do ourselves a disservice and we don't allow ourselves to throw a fit every once in a while that's good yeah that's good. I'm going to use that next time I throw a fit. There you go. You just, just got to set an end to it. It, it can't be like, I'm throwing a fit for I, a week. Ten it's like, I'm, I think at max, maybe a day. Okay. Give yourself a day to throw a fit, be pouty, eat chocolate, and lay in bed. But then you need to get up and get moving because you're on mission. That's good. I like that. Um, but th- yeah, there's so many, <laughs> there's so many ministry rates. Um, just, Every time I see the light bulb click for somebody that has been, you know, struggling or 
or walking away from God's call in their life, every time I see that, it reminds me why I do what I do mm-hmm. or why I am where I am or why God's doing what he's doing. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Was there, I feel like this is like the question that everybody asks people that are in ministry. Okay. Um was there a specific time or moment you felt called to ministry, and how did that happen? Uh, no. <laughs> um, I'm going to disagree. You think so? I think there was. So Okay, well, tell me. Okay. <laughs> it was when we were, when I wasn't living in Colorado. Yeah. And, um, I had just been offered the job as junior high <laughs> student ministry pastor and we had already talked about and planned on getting married we weren't engaged yet but we're like hey we want to get married yeah and i called you it was on my birthday may 29th remember it everyone Uh, (laughs) and um and i said uh ashley how do you feel about being married to a youth pastor and that was the day god called you to ministry (laughs) Well, you know what I said to God that day and to you? Uh, My literal response to Josh when he asked me that question was, and I quote, ew, no. (laughs) Um, Little did I know that he was serious. I thought maybe he was kidding. Um, He was not. So, uh, yeah, I guess that was the day I was called into ministry, and I responded with, ew, no. So let that go down in the history books. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the whole process of like how ministry has evolved for me though, like there's never been a moment where God's like, you are going to do women's ministry or you are going to do, um, college and career or you're going to do, um, student ministry. I've never felt that audible voice or even most recently, you're going to do daycare ministry. Like I have never felt that it's always just been a series of yeses that have led to, where I am yeah that's good and a lot of times I know that everybody likes the pinpoint story yeah uh, how it sounds like It'd be nice the pinpoint moments where I was at the altar at a youth convention or at a summer camp or at a service a student service and yeah. guy I heard God's voice tell me you will be a lead pastor at a mega church you know like <laughs> you know but but in reality like that's not usually what happens. No. Usually it's a series of small yeses yeah. um, that God is leading you down a path mm-hmm. where we see little bits and pieces of the small picture that he's bringing to us. Yes. And then we put them all in perspective. Yes. Um, something that he's seen all along or just realizing along the way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. It's, it's not really about the... not. More oftentimes than not, it's not the big moment. Mm-hmm. It's the small yeses. Yeah. So it's the small yeses to God and the big no's to the world. Mm. Because preach it, preach it. There's so many times where, um, I mean, everybody can relate to this. Um, it, God doesn't ask a whole lot of you at one time. You know, He has a big picture for your life and a big plan for your your life, but He's not asking you to put the whole puzzle together in one day. Yeah. Um, so it's small yeses, but all throughout all of that, 
the world is so loud and tries to get you off track, give you the wrong pieces to, to the puzzle that God has for you or to the vision that he has for you. And you have to be able to say loudly no to the world. Yeah, we get so frustrated because it's like we want, we want, it's like we want the whole puzzle in a day. Yeah. But it's really God and his grace that's like, no, I'm just going to give you this piece. Yes. That goes with this piece over here. Yes. And you can put them together uh, because if I was to give you the whole puzzle, and yeah. you'd be so mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You may think that you'd be happy with me, but man, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Yeah. My ways are higher than yours. Yeah. And uh, there's a reason why I only give you small glimpses. Yes. So. That's good. Uh, okay. Last question. Okay. We are in Avon, Indiana at Crossroads Church. Yes. And part of what we do is Crossroads Student Ministry. Yes. So one of our students asked, Okay. What's your favorite part of being in student ministry, specifically at CSM? Mm. Oh, well, I will say that we've served in a few different churches over the years. All, always in student ministry. This is the first um, church where we've really expanded what we've done. Well, I did women's ministry at the other, yeah. at our former church, but, um, but like really honing in on student ministry has always been what we've done. But we've really broadened our our horizons here a little mm-hmm. bit, and so um, I will say, like I've had, I have experience with students, like. That's what we've done for 10 years, right? Um, What my favorite part of this is that um, you get to a point when you're serving a certain demographic where you can sort of rely on on your own skill. Um, And it's easy to leave the Holy Spirit out of the equation when you've developed a skill set. and I think that one thing that I have so enjoyed about being at CSM is something about the students. They're just different. Um, and it has really caused me to have to lean into the Holy Spirit and guiding and leading young people mm-hmm. in their relationship with Jesus in a way that I've never experienced before. Um, and it has challenged me in that way. And um, so I think... That would probably be the favorite. My favorite part is that I'm getting to expand, um, just getting to love on students that are just different than we've ever experienced before, yeah. um, and leaders too. I we have an incredible leadership team, and so um, I have so many favorite parts of being at CSM, but. Um, serving alongside the leaders that we serve with, they are absolutely incredible, and they—I feel like they give us permission to dream big, mm-hmm. because they're—they're they're right there beside us. Yeah, um, it's easy to have big dreams and no one to come alongside you and help <laughs> yeah. you make it happen, but um, but they—they they take those dreams as their own and they run with them. Yeah. And um, so that's so incredible. And I really see that the students are starting to do the same thing. I love seeing students step up in their giftings, mm-hmm. and our worship team has really developed. That's one of my favorite parts yeah. of that, um, seeing our student leaders take take um, initiative and lead well. I Gosh, I just have so many. I, I can't pick one. I'm an Enneagram 7 people. Wow. I think that all those are really really incredible i think uh that 
this has been a place that we've had to really lean into the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because, like you said, every place is different. Mm-hmm. And this place was was that for us when we got here. Yeah. And uh, different isn't bad. No. It's unique. And, yeah. and so we've had to just, um, we've had to really rely on, on the Holy Spirit to guide us. And as we've done that, it's been incredible to see the response yeah. um, from our leaders. It's really cool when, it's one thing when the, the leaders of a ministry uh, dream big. Yeah. But it's really cool when you see the, like, your team mm-hmm. under you mm-hmm. uh, feel like they have permission to also have big dreams. Yeah. Um, and it just it's, it's it's cool to have a team like that. Yeah. So I, I agree. This is an incredible place, and we are extremely blessed to be where we are. We are. So. Not sure how we ended up here. Me either. It was Jesus for sure. Had to be. Yeah. Okay. So that is, that's all the questions that I got. Okay. Well, I need <laughs> so, to tell you who I would be on a deserted island with. Oh, yeah. You probably should. Ashton Kutcher. Oh my gosh. I literally was going to say that if you say Ashton Kutcher, <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. He's so smart. Oh my gosh. This is where we're cutting off. <laughs> hey everyone. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Charge the Champion. Make sure to check back weekly for new episodes or just go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when a new episode drops. Until next time, remember, history will be kind to you because by the grace of God, you're going to write it.